Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp. September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape Rewind. Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape Rewind. It is everything you love about Your Life the Mixtape, except this is all very specific to certain decades in music. I'll be joined by some of my most favorite guests uh, from the past three series of Your Life, the Mixtape, and we will talk about the music of the 80s, 90s, and the first decade of the 2000s. This week, I am joined by one of my favorite people in the entire world. My We, we, we became fast best friends uh, when he appeared on Mixtape Proper. He is a model, an actor, a cosplayer, and just all around the coolest person I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm so excited that he's back for Rewind. Please welcome the incomparable Mr. Michael Ham. This is where all the cheers and applause happen, right? <laughs> right? It's just a room yes, full of yes. crickets. Thank you. That was so nice of you. We are best friends, though, and I hope you never get sick of me because you don't have a choice. <laughs> I would never. I would never. Good. So we are here to talk about what I feel is the greatest decade for music. There are some that will disagree, but uh, so fond memories of the 90s. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, tons of I grew up in the 90s. So like not to be that cliche, but I am definitely a 90s kid. I, I was born in the er- the early Jesus, the late 80s. So I really like the 90s was my prime. Um Music was incredible. TV shows were incredible. Cartoons were good. Sitcoms ruled the world. It just, it, it was that time right before computers were really taking over our life and we were still going outside. And I think that's why we're the most nostalgic generation is like, there was just so much great stuff from then. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed and I'm ready to talk about it. <laughs> So tell me, what is your favorite song from the 90s? I tried. We've done. Listen, we've done this before you and I. We've done this <laughs> dance. Um, and I'm trying my best not to repeat anything I said in the last episode. But for certain ones like this, the my number one song is Finally by C.C. Penniston. It's it was my favorite song of all time. 
And since it's from the 90s, it has to be my favorite song of the 90s. It's so important to me. And yeah, that's that's the number one for sure. I love it. In your opinion, uh, what artist ruled the 90s? Okay, so I, you said the 90s is one of the greatest generations for music. And I do agree with you, but I do not think that on this list we are going to agree with very much because okay. <laughs> I am 100% a pop princess. So my 90s generation ruler is the Spice Girls. Um, I think that they, for me, I had a hard time with this because I think if you looked at like who was really crushing it in the 90s. You've got like Whitney and Celine, but like they're coming out of the 80s. MJ is crushing it in the 90s, but he's coming out of the 80s. Whereas I think the Spice Girls came to be in the 90s and then crushed it in the 90s. And then honestly kind of fell away after the 90s. <laughs> so I, I think that that is a, a very genre defining, a def, defining band. Like if you say Spice Girls, you think 90s. If you say Whitney, you don't think 90s. And so I think that's where that answer kind of comes from. That's fair. I'll allow it. Yeah, I can see that. I'm going to try so hard not to ask you all your answers, <laughs> but you can send them to me after. Or if you have a really good one, please just say it. Okay. Um, the 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 correct answer uh, to this question is Mariah Carey. I, yeah. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. I mean, that is actually the right answer, isn't it? <laughs> but I, but maybe... Anyway, I won't give any spoilers for any other questions, but I feel like she could fit into a few of these. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so tell me, what is an underrated bop from the 90s? You drive me crazy with these underrated questions because it's so hard to think of something that's underrated. Because as soon as you I think of something, cut. I don't have. Oh, God damn you. Um, <laughs> I think I. My answer is Give Me a Reason by Tracy Chapman. And I think it's because Fast Car gets a lot of the spotlight and Give Me a Reason doesn't. And I think she is just such an incredible artist and she is so talented. And yeah, so that's that's my answer. I think Give Me a Give Me a Reason is oh, what a beautiful song. I like that. Yes. What 90s film had the best soundtrack? I got to tell you, I tried really hard not to repeat myself, but I had to come back to Space Jam. And I think it's appropriate considering (laughs) the photo we're going to be using. Uh, I'm not giving any reason. If you want to hear the reason, go back and listen to the other episode. It's true. I did a deep dive into why that and Batman Forever are the best soundtracks of all time. And they're also from the 90s. And Batman Forever is my answer to this question. It should be the answer. I'm glad we we got one. So far, we got one. We got one. Who is the most underrated artist of the 90s? My answer to this is going to be contentious and wrong. But if you stick with me, um, my answer is ace of base which i think is a bad answer because i don't think that they're necessarily underrated i think a lot of people know who they are and they've been nominated for grammys and awards so i it's hard to say that they're underrated but when i was going through lists of the best artists of the 90s they just weren't appearing on any of the lists and they just they have so many bangers like all that she wants 
uh, don't turn around. I like sign. I saw the sign. And the fact that they weren't on like people's list of the best hundred artists of the nineties felt offensive to me. Sometimes they were, I'd like check and they'd be like number 30. And then sometimes I'd check and they just wouldn't be on there at all. So to me, that, that makes me feel like they're underrated because they should be on every list of the best artists of the nineties. It's a bold choice. (laughs) Interesting choice. Okay. If you say that, you have to tell me your answer. You're like a hipster though. Oh, that's very good. Because that is like a quintessential 90s sounding artist too. Yeah. And I mean, she put out, if if for no other reason uh, than the song Kissing You from Romeo and Juliet. Well, I think, uh, is that is that not going to be your answer for best uh, soundtrack then? Because I was thinking about that. And I was like, no, I need to say something lame and geeky. <laughs> no, it's 90. It's uh, it's Batman. Okay. All right. I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's silly. I'll stick with Ace of Base for now. Okay. I'm I'll allow it. I'm sorry. Please don't <laughs> let this ruin our friendship. Absolutely not. If aliens landed on Earth and said, Michael, what is 90s music? This is the song you would play. I can't uh, I can't think of a genre worse to answer that question to because the 90s was so eclectic. Like 90s R&B is like some of the best R&B. 90s like grunge rock is some of the best grunge rock. 90s pop is some of the best pop. Like to say what's one song that kind of resembles all of that is is difficult, but my answer is probably show me love by robin which nice is an incredible song and i don't know if it's a good answer but i can bullshit my way through it by saying you know it's got <laughs> it's got r&b flavor it's got a bit of electronic sound to it robin's voice is incredible she was an icon of the 90s but also like came back and like killed the queer dance scene and like is just amazing so it would be nice to kind of have an artist like that. If the aliens are coming down, I think this is good enough. It's not too poppy like Spice Girls. It's It's got a little bit of everything mixed in. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a good answer. Oh, thank God. Whew. I had stress dreams about this last <laughs> night. <laughs> I hope I passed the test. What 90s song best summarizes what love is you already know the answer to this because this my answer for this has not changed uh i should have picked a different generation maybe (laughs) um it's all for you by sister hazel which is essentially a song about how love isn't easy how it's confusing how you have to work for it and it's just i think it's nice to have a song that isn't just about heartbreak or it isn't just about love or it isn't about you know it's it's confusing. We don't know what it is. It just happens. And I think that song does a great job of summarizing that feeling. Excellent answer. Well done, sir. Woo! Well done. Woo! So on the flip side, oh. what is, and there is a correct answer here, what is the best breakup song the from be- the 90s? <laughs> the best breakup song from the 90s has to be You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. 
That is the correct is answer, correct. right? Thank that you. That is correct, yes. That goes out to all my toxic babies out there who just want to <laughs> scream into the void about their shitty ex. Um, and last time I gave you a positive answer too. So I do have a positive yes. answer for the 90s. And I think it's okay. uh, Believe by Cher. The idea of believing in love after after loss and after mm, love. And, you know, interesting. the idea of there's still, you've broken up, but there's still someone out there for you. You can still go find it. And it's a bop. So, <laughs> I mean, if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna do the positive spin on this question, and and I will even stay within the same artist. Okay. It's strong enough. The uh, B side to. Oh my god, that song is so choice. good! I just got goosebumps. <laughs> strong yeah. enough. Oh, yeah, I changed my answer. That's my answer. (laughs) Oh, my God, that song's so good. I told you, I love a deep cut. Deep cuts, B-sides. I asked you this last time. You've never done this on yourself, have you? Um, I I answer all the questions before I I finalize them, yes. Hmm, (laughs) hmm, hmm, hmm. Someday, I feel like in the near future, we should do this where I'll ask you. Okay. So I'll just ask you these questions because I'm sure that I know you have like a playlist, but I'm sure everyone's dying to hear your reasons behind all of your song choices. So if you ever want to reverse the roles, please, please, please sign me up. I think I would love to do that. And I think your fans would love it, too. Okay. We'll we'll make something happen. We'll figure something out. We'll call it the (laughs) B-sides. Oh, nice. So uh, this this tends to be the most controversial of all questions. Um, people people feel very strongly about this. Uh, I get emails about this uh, answers to this question constantly. Um, no pressure. Yeah, I'm but... absolutely <laughs> terrified. But okay. What is the greatest music video? of the 90s oh this is a contentious question oh absolutely i get okay i guess the way you word things is tough because you're not asking like what's my preference which is all i'm going to give you anyway because i don't have a better (laughs) answer than that but like you're asking like literally like objectively what is the greatest music video and i don't i'll tell you mine okay and then you need to tell me all the drama and spill the tea um I think one of the greatest music videos of the 90s, because it stuck with me through all these years, I didn't have to think about it, is Around the World by Daft Punk. I think nice. I think it's one of the most mesmerizing videos. It's so simple. It makes no sense. It's, it's one of those videos, like, if you were at a party and it was on TV, you would kind of stop what you were doing just to watch it. And you would just look at it. It's got skeletons and mummies and swimmers and, like... <laughs> Midi- like and they're all just doing this simple choreographed dance and it's just it's inc- it's incredible um so to me that's my favorite music video but i also want to give a shout out to uh i would do anything for love which is like a bad buffy episode <laughs> <laughs> true true okay so usually what happens is if um anyone says something out of the realm of like Michael Jackson. Oh, um, yeah. I, I get an email. 
Interesting. Um, and it's it's usually something to the effect of how could you let how could you not correct them? And it's like, well, this is not <laughs> this is not the way the show works. No, I love it. Um, but so objectively, the greatest music video of the '90s is "Remember the Time." Oh, that is a great video. I mean, but like, not. I, I guess I can't even say anything because it is memorable too. Like I remember Eddie Murphy. I remember the the Egyptian yeah. sort of theme. But like, what's happening in that video? They're just running around like chasing a girl. Like there's nothing particularly. No, they're chasing him because he slept with the Pharaoh's wife. Right, of course. That classic story. Yes. Um, uh, the Pharaoh's wife who was uh, played by Iman and ooh. one of the guards who was played by Ma- Magic Johnson. Well, if the question was what music video has the most celebrities in it, <laughs> then sure, yeah. Uh, throw in Eddie and you're off to the races. No, but Scream was also good. Like Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. Scream was that, also good, yeah. If, if I'm going to give Michael Jackson's videos, like if I can pick one from the 90s, that's the one for me, I think. Scream is amazing. Oh, God. And yeah, my answer to this is If by Janet Jackson. If? Why does that mm-hmm. not... I'm going to have to get out the old Google. <laughs> I've never seen this video, I don't think. Have you not? No. I will give it a watch immediately after this. Otherwise, okay. there'll be four minutes of silence. It's um, it's very, like, future anime-inspired type thing. Um, it's... Don't it's a fantastic video. Don't do this to me. <laughs> oh, I'm scrolling through. Okay, I'm going to pause it. I don't want any spoilers. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great answer. What television show of the 90s had the best theme song? It's the X-Men. And I will not continue to hear from all of my fans yelling at me for not saying it the first time <laughs> you asked me this question. So it's the X-Men theme song from the 90s. That is correct. Final answer. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. God, the internet is vicious. <laughs> yes, 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 they are. So we're halfway through. How are you feeling? So good. I'm giving myself half a point for the uh, music <laughs> video one because I said scream, kind of, and that has Janet in it. And yes. the internet can't get mad at me because it also has Michael in it. There you go. What 90s song did you have no business listening to at your age at the time? I feel like Hi, My Name, like Hi, My Name is by Eminem was like a song that when I go back and listen to the lyrics and I realize I know all of them and then I look at when that song came out and then I think about how old I am, I realize like I shouldn't have been singing songs about like sluts and ripping off Pamela (laughs) Lee's tits and impregnating Spice Girl and like there's just so much cursing and so much violence towards women and I was why why was I singing that song out loud (laughs) like why did I know every word to that like I'm an only child so I don't even have like oh I had an older brother and he was listening to that like I was just a little miscreant I guess (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like 
rap from the 90s and R&B from the 90s were actually like really great. But then Eminem showed up and he was just like, hi, I'm offensive. And it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> right. OK, yeah. So I really don't think that was a great song for me to have known. <laughs> <laughs> what 90s song are you embarrassed to still know all the words to now? Uh, probably Smash Mouth All Star. Um to my defense, it's been memed. I blame that on it Shrek. Is bla- it is one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. Um, <laughs> I do blame it on Shrek too, but like, sorry, I blame it on Shrek 1. But I blame it on Shrek also, is what I meant to say. Um, but yeah, it just, it it comes on the radio occasionally, and I just am continually shocked by the fact that I know it. And then whoever I'm driving with is continually embarrassed by the fact that I will sing it at the top of my lungs and know, like if someone put a gun to my head and they were like, you have to sing one song front to back perfectly. It might be that. So that's embarrassing for a whole different reason. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That on, on mixtape proper, the first two seasons of the show, no, the first season of the show, uh, that was one of the questions. Really? Nope. And then um, the second season, it changed to um, the, if you were on Drag Race, what was your, what would be your lip sync for your life song? That's an interesting change because that then you're essentially limiting the question to people who know Drag Race sort of, right? Like, do you ever bring in any like tough, butch, manly, men who don't know what drag mm-hmm. race is or do they still know what drag race is uh they they have an idea of what drag okay. race is um but you know nine times out of ten like they're most of most of the the straight people straight men that have been on the show like they're game for the question like they they know what drag race is and they're like oh 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 it's it's this song and i'm like oh, okay oh okay okay right. like like you're at like a 15 bring it bring it down well to the questions eight. have similar energy because they're both kind of asking like what song do you know all the words to that you love singing it's just one is like you now yeah. also have to perform it and crush it like i'm not doing all stars to save my life or like you know what i mean but like <laughs> it is the one i'm embarrassed about <laughs> who was your favorite mtv vj of the 90s I grew up in Canada. I don't I don't know VJs. So my answer is just the first one I know. And it's just Carson Daly. Unfortunately, I'm sure there are better DJ or VJs, but like <laughs> he's to me the most popular one. So he's kind of the only one I can think of. I saw that Tyrese Gibson used to be a VJ or something, but I don't. That's mm-hmm. yummy. Um, but uh, so maybe, you know what, Tyrese Gibson don't know if he's from the 90s then yeah. that is actually my answer because that is a lot of man. Tyrese was a VJ uh, in the in the late 90s. Um, Cindy Crawford oh. was a VJ in the early 90s. Daisy Fuentes, um, who else? I feel like your answer is going to definitely be some hipstery VJ who was like, <laughs> who played all the indie music and 
is now has like a regular job because they had all their shit together and they got a life and got married and a kid and now they're like a lawyer or something my answer is um gideon yego i can't google that i certainly can't spell it (laughs) (laughs) y-a-g-o y-a-g-o okay oh cute and see now he's yeah he's probably he's like a journalist now of course of course you did Mm But also uh, Hillary Burton is my other okay, answer. Okay. What did they, what were they like mainly VJing? Uh, Gideon was more uh, MTV News. Okay. Um, but Hillary Burton, before she was on One Tree Hill, she was like the weekend VJ. Ooh. Glamorous. Hmm. What 90s song? has to be played at max volume whenever it comes on no scrubs by tlc Hmm. that is that is probably in my top 10 songs of all time it is like i don't know what it is it just must have came at a formative time but that song to me is so fun and i love it it's got like my my first thought was jumping, jumping. Um, and then I was like, God, I'm going to listen to this song because I'm obsessed with it. And I put it on and I it was released in 2000. So I couldn't get away with it. <laughs> um, but no scrubs. I, I think there's something about that song to me that I just want to play it loudly and scream in a car and sing about some douchebag that I hate and talk about how I'm better than them. Nice. Well, yeah. Excellent answer. <laughs> Not bitter at all. Not at all. Not at all. What 90s singer has or had the best voice? Okay. So my rule earlier about what was what was the question? Was it best artist that defined the 90s or ruled the 90s? I said that you I didn't want to pick anyone from the 80s, but that's a tough one here because I do feel like Celine and Whitney were out there crushing it. I think Meatloaf was out there crushing it. Um, maybe, maybe my answer would be, he came from the 90s, but Chris Cornell went solo in the 90s. Yeah. And I think his voice is one of my favorite voices of all time. So if I can get away saying him, yeah i would i would probably yeah i would i would say chris cornell or bonus round beyonce but her voice really didn't shine until after she left destiny's child so i don't know chris cornell final answer please okay okay (laughs) when you say okay like that i know (laughs) i know that the right answer is coming up next um yes the 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 correct answer is uh Tony Braxton. It's a very sultry voice. I I feel like Tony Mm -hmm. Braxton is also somewhat underrated for her vocal performances. And And when when she came out, there was there was really no one in you know the 
the grand scheme of like pop and R&B music who sounded like her. That's the other thing. Her distinctive so, voice, like not yeah. only is it an incredible voice, it's one of the most, she would never make it on The Masked Singer. You know what I'm no, like? No. You'd know who she was immediately. But speaking of The Masked Singer, uh, Amber Riley from Glee is on right now. And it's like, that's... Don't... Yeah, listen. They... Okay, spoiler alerts for Drag Race Celebrity Edition or whatever. Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Um, they put Artie from Glee on there too. Yeah, I saw that. The most distinctive voice in the... They didn't even try to change their voice when they're talking. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I know exactly who this is. I knew who most of them were, like, just from their voices and being, like, into gay yeah. pop culture. But anyway... Yeah, don't put Amber on Mass Singer. She's yeah. gonna crush it. She's gonna make it to the end. Like, but you know who she is immediately. And what kills me is like um, the the first song that she sung was um, "I Have Nothing" by Whitney Houston. And I'm like, could could y'all make this hard? Like, right. Give her like a country song or something. Yeah. Like something. To, yeah. This is now an "I Hate the Mass Singer" stand cast. <laughs> What artist considered to be a one-hit wonder of the 90s should have been bigger? This was a, last time we did this, this was a tough question because you kind of have to think of one-hit wonders, which is already tough. And then you have to think, but was any of their other stuff good or were they just lucky? Did they, are they genuinely a one-hit wonder or are they someone who's talented and got screwed over and a lot of one hit wonders are one hit wonders for a reason <laughs> i remember the last time scrolling through people's albums and catalogs and trying to like see if there was any other good songs and there really weren't but i think the four non-blondes um nice are considered to be a one hit wonder and and they are like i genuinely don't know any other songs by them but they were the the one band that I could have kept listening to the rest of their album and it would have been enjoyable. Like their, their voices and they're musically really talented. Just nothing was as catchy as, um, is it called what's going on? Uh, it's called what's up. What's up. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I think they have a lot more potential had, I don't know if they're still together, but they, the rest of their music was pretty great. Hmm. I'm, I'm I am surprised uh, that you did not keep oh, no. your original answer of Lou Bega. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just I felt like I really went off last time on like a whole thesis project about Lou Bega, <laughs> and I just didn't know if I could bring that energy again. I thought, and I don't know because he is my answer to this question. Stop it. No. <laughs> How could you do me like this? <laughs> I tried so hard not to bring the same answers this time around because I could have just kept saying the same. But some things are undeniable. Like you can't ask me my favorite song from the 90s and I can't change my favorite song. That's so fair. I just feel like if you want, if anyone is listening right now and they genuinely didn't listen to the last episode, please go back because I really embarrassed myself by talking about Mambo <laughs> Number 5 for like 15 minutes and why it's one of the greatest songs in the world and why Lou Bega deserves more. This is true. 
what 90s artist do you still rock with today? The 90s artist that I not only still rock with, but like rock with more than even any other artist is probably the Backstreet Boys. I have been with them their entire career, listening to all of their new music, continuing to see them on tour, continuing to watch their documentaries. I, uh, I, I still rock with them in like a hard, hard way. Like their new album, which came out years and years ago at this point, thanks COVID, uh, is still like multiple songs are in my gym playlist. Multiple songs are in my walking playlist. Like I, I fucks with them pretty hard. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, yeah, love them. <laughs> love them. Big fan. What 90s song do you most relate to? My original answer was Bitch by Meredith Brooks, which seems like I'm calling myself a bitch, but I think it's more about being multiple things and being able to be many things at once and not really fitting into labels and god I feel like such an idiot talking about myself in that way uh I don't really fit the mold I'm different than everyone else I'm not Uh, like other girls I'm not like (laughs) girls that's exactly what it feels like I'm saying um but I was I was having a hard time I was listening to a bunch of songs and like listening to even my favorite songs and I realized like they're not my favorites because I relate to them in any way. So it was it was between Bitch and um, You Learn by Alanis Morissette because I oh, think nice. that song's more to like who I f- how I see life. Like the idea of like if you get kicked up, you know, get up, you learn from that. If something good happens to you, you learn from that. Like take everything that happens in your life and like use it to improve yourself and never kind of look back and regret something, the good or the bad. Like that's made you the person you are today. And yeah, I think that's a, that's a, it's also an incredibly repetitive song. There's like eight words in the whole song, but somehow <laughs> it still slaps and like is, it has a really powerful meaning behind it. I like that. It's a good answer. Thank you. I would like to know your answer. My answer is Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger. Okay, next question. (laughs) (laughs) I do not know that song at all. Uh, You'll, when, when we're done recording, you, you have to listen to it. It's a fantastic song. Deal. What was the greatest musical collaboration of the 90s? I feel like people are pretty intense about this question, too. I feel like this could be. Maybe not. Maybe there wasn't a lot. Um, My answer is Michael and Janet for Scream. Nice. I think uh, it's weird to call it a collab because they're like brother and sister, but it still, I think, technically counts. And then I actually think maybe last time we did this, I said under pressure, but I gave a shout out to The Boy Is Mine by Brandy and mm-hmm. Monica. And since we're talking 90s, I also think <laughs> that one's just iconic. Like that is 
everything, but yeah, MJ and and Janet for Scream, I think is just mwah, chef's kiss. That's an excellent answer. What do I, I'll ask yours and I, I'll, well, I guess we're almost done. I'll ask yours, but like, what do people say? I'm curious what, if there's like, is it like under pressure, like where everyone just knows the answer right away? Or it's, is it? It's, it's usually, usually scream is, uh, is okay. the answer. Um, I actually, I actually have two answers for this. Okay. That's um, very unlike you. You're a very decisive man. But uh, one is like an actual record that was put out. And then one was a live performance. Okay. Um, so the, the, the proper song is When You Believe from Prince of Egypt, Whitney and Mariah. Wow. Okay. Great. I do not know that song, but I know that you are right. I know that that <laughs> is the right answer. And then the other one, um, there are, you know, there are younger people listening to this. Um, VH1 used to do this special. Uh, They did it once a year um, and it was called VH1 Divas Live. And they brought the best female singers from all over the world in um, to sing like their biggest hits. And they would, uh, you know, do some duets and fun shit like that. One year. Um, there was a duet between Celine Dion, Anastasia, and they did, uh, ACDC's Shook Me All Night Long, and Meredith Brooks played guitar. I, I wish this was video so people could have just seen my, like, (laughs) jaw drop and my head start shaking. That what yep okay i'm i'm here for it i holy shit yep. i would uh, like to find this video very badly it is also one of my f- favorite covers of a song of all time your other favorite was also a live performance that is mm-hmm. e- the, not the, recorded anywhere the cover yeah. yeah yeah oh my god so we have come to the final question. I promise this is the most disappointing answer. <laughs> and I'm so sorry in advance to everyone listening. So you can only save one song from the 90s. The rest will be eliminated from history, never to be heard again. What song are you saving? I look at this question in two ways. Okay. One, what song do I want to keep? What song do I love the most is the best for me? And what song, number two is what song do I want to keep because I think everyone needs that song. It's not about what's the one song left for me. It's the what's the one song left for everyone. And my answer is, what's the song that's best for me? And so my answer is finally by CeCe Penniston, uh, because it's my favorite song of all time. And 
I also think though, it's it's like a iconically queer song. I think it's a 90s dance bop. I think it represents the 90s well. I think having a song by a Black artist would be important. I think having a song that is part of queer history would be important. And I get to be selfish and say it's my favorite song too. So that is my answer. Every other song gets erased from history, but my favorite gets to stay because it's important for culture. Take that, that Nirvana, that, you idiots. <laughs> that is completely fair. Um, and it is mm-hmm. also my mind. answer. No, it isn't. Nope. No. Mm-hmm. Yep. Stop it. Why? 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 Um for you know, obviously it's one of the most well-known kind of house music tracks of sure. the 90s. Um, you know, as you said it's it's very important to queer history. Um, but also without that song we don't get Beyonce's Renaissance. Standing ovation, standing <laughs> ovation. Oh my God, that's, hey, that's a great reason. That is a very good reason. Uh, I thought, I literally thought you were going to say the most profound thing. You were going to be like, without this song, cinema doesn't evolve into what we know it today in the queer liberation front. And you were like, well, we don't have Beyonce's Renaissance, so. I mean, if if you want to if you if you would like to take it there <laughs> um no there not. is also um supermodel by Jill Sobiel oh yeah 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 soundtrack. um but that's that's personal preference that's okay objectively finally by CC Peniston is is the one I can't tell you how happy it makes me that on the final question, we, we nailed it. We really agreed. And we came to terms with all of our differences. <laughs> you, you gave me a look like, Oh, Mike, you picked the wrong song. And I was like, <laughs> ah, I knew I was going to pick the wrong one, but I didn't. Did We're not. incredible. This is yes. incredible. So tell the folks listening at home and all over the world, where they can stalk you on the social media. Ooh, okay. You can stalk me mainly on Instagram. My personal slash kind of professional slash whatever I feel like posting account is at hammy73. My strictly cosplay page is at michael.ham.cosplay. And if you want to hear the mad ramblings of a man obsessed with X-Men, My Chemical Romance, and posting shirtless photos, you can follow me on Twitter at OnlyHams73. And he also has a Patreon uh, that if you want to you wanna throw some cash at him. Go, I always forget about that. Go subscribe to that. Um, yeah. So you got yeah. anything you want to you plug? Any upcoming oh god yeah sure i um if there's any mexican listeners i'll be in mexico doing a comic book convention called la mole at the end of this month it's horror themed which is amazing because i'm obsessed with halloween and horror movies and in december i will be at a convention called holiday matsuri as a guest 
and that's the mid to late December, I think 16th to 19th. And it's an amazing convention. And this year I get to be one of their after dark guests, which means I get to do 18 plus panels. So I'm very excited oh, for wow. that. Yeah, that's a new thing they're doing. And I'm very thrilled. So if you're in the Orlando area or Florida area in general, or you want to fly over the convention is amazing. <laughs> Come see me. Excellent. Thank you, uh, Thank you. for for being here. I, as always, I, I always love when you come around. Um, I, I, I love doing this. I always just want to like chat forever with you and waste <laughs> all of your time. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.